Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast, The Mnemonic Tree, where we add a single mnemonic leaf to our tree of knowledge. Today's episode takes me back to college, where one of the first things we learned was taxonomy, which is the grouping of living things into nice, neat packages according to their traits. Now, in those days, using an identifying key was essential, but as difficult and as much fun as reading Newton's Principia on your weekend off. So on this occasion, I bow to technology slash Google and the myriad of other apps that can now help you with the identifying process. So with no further ado, we will begin with a summary from Wikipedia. In biological classification, taxonomic rank is the relative level of a group of organisms in a taxonomic hierarchy. Examples of taxonomic ranks are species, genus, family, order, class, phylum, kingdom, domain, etc. A given rank subsumes under it less general categories, that is, more specific descriptions of life forms. Above it, each rank is classified within more general categories of organisms and groups of organisms, related to each other through inheritance of traits or features from common ancestors. The rank of any species and the description of the genus is basic, which means that to identify a particular organism, it is usually not necessary to specify ranks other than these first two. Consider a particular species, the red fox, Volpez Volpez. The next rank above the genus Volpez comprises all the true foxes. Their closest relatives are in the immediately higher rank, the family Canidae, which includes dogs, wolves, jackals and all foxes. The next higher rank, the order Carnivora, includes carniforms, bears, seals, weasels, skunks, raccoons and all those mentioned above, and feliforms, cats, civets, hyenas, mongooses. Carnivorans are one group of the hairy, warm-blooded nursing members of the class Mammalia, which are classified among animals with backbones in the phylum Chordata, and with them among all animals in the kingdom Animalia. Finally, at the highest rank, all of these are grouped together with all other organisms possessing cell nuclei in the domain Eukarya. The International Code of Zoological Nomenclature defines rank as the level for nomenclatural purposes of a taxon in a taxonomic hierarchy. For example, all families are for nomenclatural purposes at the same rank, which lies between superfamily and subfamily. Now on to today's mnemonic. And the mnemonic for taxonomic rank is Dumb kids play catch over family's gravestone. Now for this one, picture two kids with oversized baseball mitts playing catch over a very large gravestone. So we'll get into it. For the dumb, we take the D for domain. The kids, we take the K for kingdom. Plays, we take the P for phylum. Catch, 
we take the C for class, over, we take the O for order, families is family, grave, we take the G for genus, and stone, we take the S for species. And we'll just go over that one more time. So that's the mnemonic for taxonomic rank, and the mnemonic is dumb kids play catch over family's gravestone. For the dumb, we take the D for domain, the kids, we take the K for kingdom, plays, we take the P for phylum, catch, we take the C for class, over, we take the O for order, families is family, grave, we take the G for genus, and stone, we take the S for species. Now on to... Five fun facts. And the first fact, fact number one. A taxon, or plural taxa, is a group of organisms which a taxonomist decides belong together. Now, I know it's been a long time since I studied at school, but I thought taxonomy was the study of organisms and how you file them. And fact two. Taxa can be big or small. For example, the giraffe taxon is small, whereas the beetle taxon is quite large. And fact three. These days, biological classification is mostly supposed to be done according to evolutionary relationships, so far as these are known. And fact four. Scientists used to write the description of each new species in Latin. On 1st of January 2012, the International Botanical Congress changed this to allow English as well. The International Code of Zoological Nomenclature recommends choosing a language that is widely used and that is used in the places where the species live. And the last fact, fact number five, the scientific classification of humans is as follows. The domain is Eukaryota, the kingdom Animalia, the phylum Chordata, class Mammalia, order Primates, family Homonidae, genus Homo, and species Sapiens. This now takes us on to the three-question quiz. And the first question, question number one. Taxonomy is the branch of biology that classifies all living things. Which Swedish botanist was it developed by? And just on living things, before I go to the next question, I once saw a stand-up comic doing jokes about botany. Now, nobody in the audience laughed, except one guy. I looked at him and I thought, eh, uh, definitely a plant. <laughs> and question two. What is nomenclature? And the last question, question three. Binomial nomenclature involves using two names for each organism. Which two taxonomic ranks are used to form this name. It's now time to recap that mnemonic. And the mnemonic for taxonomic rank is Dumb kids play catch over family's gravestone. For the dumb, we take the D for domain. The kids, we take the K for kingdom. Plays, we take the P for phylum. Catch, we take the C for class. Over, we take the O for order. Families is family. Grave, we take the G for genus. And stone, we take the S for species. 
Now time for the answers for the three-question quiz. And the first question was, taxonomy is the branch of biology that classifies all living things. Which Swedish botanist was it developed by? And the Swedish botanist that it was developed by was Carolus Linnaeus. And question two. Binomial nomenclature involves using two names for each organism. Which two taxonomic ranks are used to form this name? And the two taxonomic ranks that used to form this name is the genus and species. And the last question, question number three. What is nomenclature? And nomenclature is the system of naming organisms. This now takes us to... Word of the Week. This week's Word of the Week is prelapsarian. And the definition, according to dictionary.com, is characteristic of or pertaining to an innocent or carefree period. And our simple example today is, you could describe the time before naming around 8.7 million species of plants and animals as prelapsarian. Well, that takes us to the end of another episode. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to join our mnemonic community, you can reach us at the mnemonic tree podcast, which is all one word, dot com on the website. From there, you'll find links in the top right to Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Your feedback is much appreciated, so if you have the time, please rate and review the podcast on your chosen platform. Any reviews read on the podcast will receive a small gift of appreciation. And also, if you'd like to suggest a topic or have any additional fun and interesting facts for today's episode, I'd love to hear them, so post them on Facebook and be sure to tag me. Until next time, remember as Socrates said, there is no learning without remembering. See you next time. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense.